And if you're smart and you can read between the lines and you can see which bubbles are moving, what you'll realize is that it's not only the normal suspects that are moving today, but also we have a new token and we have a new narrative in town. And as I said to you, you know, crypto is all about narratives. If you can identify the narratives early, then you can make life-changing money. Today, I'm going to show you the new narrative that is in town, that is pumping like crazy. Let me know in the comments what you think the new narrative is. There are the bubbles. Look around you. Tell me, what is the new narrative that is actually going to start pumping? And how do we get into this narrative? What do we buy? Why do we buy it? That's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's go. It's our second last show this year. Today, let's go. Man, I'm going on vacation on Thursday. I'm really going to miss you guys. I really, really, really am going to miss you guys, streaming with you guys each and every day, bringing you alpha each and every day. But listen, I'm going to go on vacation. Rest assured, if, if something crazy happens on the markets, I'll definitely be here. And I will be bringing you crypto love and I will be giving you, bringing you guys crypto wisdom. And uh, it's very, very, very hard to stop streaming in the bull market. Every single day counts in the bull market. But we also need to spend some time with our loved ones and the families. I'm taking my kids away. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et so listen. Um, on our second last official show this year, give me some love. Smash the like button if you're not already subscribed to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Um, massive, massive, massive alpha coming out the show. What I suggest you do is subscribe to the show, subscribe to the channel. Then at the end of the show, let me know whether I've I've met my objective. And my objective is to make this the highest alpha per minute show in the world. Right. If I achieve the highest alpha per minute show in the world, Josh, we'll do a vote at the end. Yes or no, did I achieve the highest alpha per minute show in the world? Obviously, don't judge me on only one show, but let me know if I'm achieving the highest alpha per minute show in the world. If I am, remain a subscriber. If I'm not, then leave. Also, li uh, like this content. The more likes that you give me, the more energy I get. Then I can stop drinking these pink energates. Um the more energy I get, the more alpha I give. And today I've got a lot of alpha for you, including one narrative in town that we have to talk about that most of you can't even pronounce. So let me know what you think the new narrative is because it is a new narrative in town. It's not only about Solana and Injective, even FTT's pumping today. I'll, I'll show you in a second what happened with FTT. There's some kind of settlement offer that is actually being debated. Uh, you see BitGet token also flying today. Uh, I'll tell you why BitGet token's flying when we talk about altcoins. Injector flying again today. I'll show you why that's happening. Say flying, I'll show you why that's happening. Got a lot to talk about today. So let me know, let me know, let me know. Um, also, let me know here uh, what you think this new narrative is. What is this new narrative that is now the new alpha uh, in town? And smash the like. I see we're not even at a thousand likes yet. Where are you guys? Are you sleeping? Let's go, 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 go. All right, let's talk about what happened on the markets. Yes, I'm cautious. I'm still cautious. I was cautious yesterday. I'm still cautious today. And I'll show you why I'm still cautious today. Yes, we had a pump. Yes, the bubbles are green. But look what's happening to our pump. Look at, again, again, look what's happening to our pump. What do you see here? Every time we pump, we try to get over this level over here and we start coming down again. Why? What happened yesterday was very simple. It was just a short squeeze. So yesterday, we had a short squeeze at the bottom at about 42,000. We had a short squeeze. That took the price up back to 43,000. And now, when you look at the charts, 
Look at what's happening again. Am I bearish? Absolutely not. I'm fully, fully, fully bullish. Do I think we may get a correction? Yeah, I, may, I, I do think we may get a correction. If we do get a correction, what do we do? We fill our bags. It's a correction in a bull market. So I'm not bearish at all. I'm not bearish at all. I'm fully, fully, fully bullish. In fact, I wish that we get this correction so we can get the correction and we can move on with the next part of the bull market, which I explained to you is the part that's coming up now. Also, you can see in the market that I'm not the only one going on vacation. You see a lot of people are starting to go on vacation. You can see what James Van Straten says. He says, Bitcoin on Coinbase has lost its premium due to the Bitcoin USDT on Binance trading volume. Again, like CME futures operating interest reducing, this is the de-risking or the losing interest due to the holiday season. De-risking means, hey, I was here. I was here for the ETF trade. The ETF trade, the ETF approval trade is now coming to an end, Right. So the ETF approval trade is actually now coming to an end. And now we're going to get on to the next trade, which is what I said to you yesterday. But before that, before we get into the next trade, we have to have a holiday. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I recommend you do the same. And you know who else is going to be doing exactly the same thing? The SEC. The SEC also wants to have a holiday. I mean, after all, believe it or not, other than Gary Gensler, everybody at the SEC is actually human. And they want to have a holiday. And they want to finish all their, um, all their, their, their um, uh, uh, work before the vacation. That's what these, these people want to do, right? And so what they're doing now, what's starting to happen now is something very, very, very interesting. This is what changed. This is what, what caused the short squeeze yesterday for the people who were, who were short. I wouldn't be short Bitcoin, but I, I was short some other things. I cut my shorts. I'll show you. I actually made a bundle of cash. I've made a bundle, bundle, bundle of cash. I closed my short on Gito. I closed a couple of other shorts. We'll go through all my trades later. You know, I'm pretty open with, with my trades. Anyway, as I was saying, the SEC wants to go on vacation. So SEC going on vacation, what are they doing? They're getting all the ducks in a row so that they can go on vacation and enjoy their vacation with their families, right? And so they're getting all these ETF last-minute filings because, you know, they've got the deadline on the 10th of, of January, but only for ARK. And remember what I said to you, the one risk for me is that they somehow kick this ARK can down the road, and then the, the final deadline only becomes the 15th of March. We've got to pay attention to that because that could happen. Look, Mike Novogratz says he expects it to go through. I am probably 80-20 that it is actually going to go through. 80-20 uh, that, that it is actually going to go through. In the meantime, what is um, uh, 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 the SEC doing? They are, they are amending all the ETF applications. And it looks like they're almost like in a flurry to amend the ETF applications. So they amended BlackRock, they amended Bitwise, they amended all the ETF applications. It looks like they're doing final, final, final amendments to the ETF applications. One very, very, very significant amendment. There has been a debate between the SEC and the issuers as to whether these ETFs are going to be settled in cash or what they call in-kind. Now, that's very technical terms. What that basically means is, if a ETF is settled in cash, you can redeem the ETF for either the, the for, for cash only. That means that when you do redeem it, they sell the underlying and you have a tax event, which is bad because that means that every time you redeem the ETF, you have a tax event. If you redeem for in-kind, that means that you don't have a tax event. Now, obviously, what the SEC wants is the worst outcome for crypto. And so they want a cash-settled ETF. That's what they want. We obviously want in-kind because that means that there's less tax implications to investing in the ETF. It's technical, but who cares? 
Yesterday, it seems like the SEC won and BlackRock rolled over and BlackRock has now changed their filing to go cash only. And that's, as Eric Balcuna says, that's a wrap. Debate over. In kind, we'll just have to wait. It's all about getting ducks in a row before the holidays. Very, very, very good sign. That's what happened yesterday. That's what caused the short squeeze yesterday. That's why the markets changed yesterday. Because they went from cash to in kind. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. They went from cash to going to, 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 they went from in kind to cash. And so now everybody has amended their filings to go into cash. You see? So uh, Wisdom Tree also filed the S1 amend, amendment. Everybody's filed their amendments. And basically, 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 right now, we are getting ready for the ETF. In fact, what, what's happened, and I'll quickly read you this, it says, ARK has bent over to the will of the SEC's wish for the Bitcoin ETFs to be cash creates. Other ETF applications have made similar amendments after discussions with the SEC. They are now being told, you want approval? This is what it takes. Okay, that's what it is. You want approval? You go into cash. And I think that that's what's happening. I think they basically just rolled over now and they said, you know what? We'll just take what we can get. We'll take what we can get. And we'll take this, 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 uh, this, this cash this cash settled instead of the in-kind. And to be honest, what they're starting to focus on now, they're starting to focus on the ETH ETFs. So like, it's almost like the Bitcoin ETF is a done deal. Now let's start focusing on the ETH ETF and they're starting to postpone the ETH ETF. So that's what's happening. The SEC is going on holiday. The ETFs, if they're going to be approved, all the paperwork has been done. Now it's a case of if the, FTFs, the ETFs are going to get approved, where are they going to get approved? Are they going to get approved but bef- are the SEC going to approve them before the vacation, middle, like middle of like the Christmas season? They could do that. Or are they going to approve them on the 11.59 p.m. and 59 seconds on the night of the 9th just to meet their deadline? That's pretty much the only question. Or maybe are they going to deny them? And I said to you, there is a very small chance that they're going to deny the ETFs completely. There is a chance. We have, to, we have to understand the reality of the fact that that is actually a chance. So right now, what you're getting is you're getting the people who want to trade out of the trade. They're out of the trade. They're basically de-risked. I don't want to be part of this. I wrote up this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, uh, I wrote up the, this. Is, I don't know why people are looking at the one hour chart. That's crazy. I wrote up this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful run, which I think started in, when did BlackRock file for the ETF? June, July? Somewhere around there. Um, I wrote all this from 25,000 to 40,000. Now I've got to get out of it. Now, look, that's my trade. My trade is absolutely finished, okay? Now it's time to move on to the next trade. The next trade is, will the, 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 the ETF get approved or declined? And how much money is going to get approved into the ETF? And so what you're seeing now is you're seeing, if you look at the long-short ratio, you're basically seeing that I think about 55% of people are, are long. So 56% of people are long, 43% of people are short. That's pretty much where it is right now. Most people are positive. Some people are negative. Um, that's pretty much where it is. Going into ETF season. That's what it is. And as I said to you, biggest probability is that we actually do get it approved. But make sure that you are protected and you don't have, towards Christmas, I wouldn't have too many leverage long positions open. Because if you get caught the other way, if they, they, they want to inflict max pain on you, don't be caught with your pants down. Don't be caught with your pants down when it comes to, to max pain. But anyway, today is a positive show. We, yesterday, we looked at the what if down. Let's look at the what if up. Okay, so as I said to you yesterday, I'm cautious. If we don't break, uh, if we don't break the 44,000 level, if we, if we don't get above this 44,000 level, which is over here, if we can't get back around this level and we keep getting rejected here 
at these levels. I mean, can you even say that's a higher high? Oof, that's very close. So if you if we don't get if we uh, keep getting rejected at this level, then I'm still thinking that we may get a a a, a pullback. And as I said to you, it may not be all the way down to my level of thirty seven thousand five hundred, but definitely I think we will close the CME gap, which is at about 39,600, which I think is the CME gap that's about there. There it is. So we'll definitely close that CME gap. That's kind of like where my worst case scenario is. But today's not about that. Today's about the best case scenario. And the best case scenario is that we actually do get the ETF approval. So now you got to start thinking, what if the ETF approval actually does start happening? Yesterday, we spoke about what if the ETF approval doesn't happen. Today, different mindset, green tile, green thumbnail. What if the ETF approval does happen? That's what we're going to start looking at today. So we can actually plan out the next part of the show. And remember, at the end of the show, we're going to be telling you the next narrative, which is going to give you the next injective, because I think you've probably missed injective if you're not in injective yet. Um, so what happens if we do get the ETF approval? Well, what you can see already is you can see signs of what's about to hit us. And what's about to hit us is a whole lot of advertisements around companies who want to cement themselves as the ETF provider. Because remember, this is a very unique ETF. It's never happened in history where so many providers are launching the same ETF on the same day, if this happens, right? So there's so many providers all launching the same ETF on the same day. And they're all going for the same market with the same ETF on the same day. How do you differentiate yourself? You differentiate, you differentiate yourself by establishing yourself as the most prominent knowledgeable, credible provider in the space. That's how you create, you, you, you establish yourself in this ETF world. And so what the ETF providers are trying to do is they're trying to get a head start. They're trying to establish themselves as the Bitcoin people, right? That's how you bring more money into your ETFs than other ETFs. Clearly, BlackRock has the big advantage. Why does BlackRock have the advantage? Because they have the most brokers. They have the biggest distribution network of financial services. Because what most of you don't know is that BlackRock actually provide a system to the biggest distribution network of brokers in the world. And that system allows brokers to sell people products. And of course, the, the main product that they're going to be selling when it comes to Bitcoin is the Bitcoin, the iShares ETF. That's what, what, what's going to be, what's going to be uh, promoted. And the more they sell, the more commission or revenue that they get for actually selling the product. So Bitcoin, uh, BlackRock has a distribution advantage. So how do you beat BlackRock? How do you beat their distribution advantage? Well, you advertise. You start positioning yourself as a thought leader, as a credibility leader. And the type of advertising that you're going to get is you're going to get adverts, and then you're going to get like, like PR, which is people doing a lot of interviews, telling you how much experience they've got in Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. And now we can see that the next part of the battle is starting to be fought. It's not about whether or not we're going to be approved, but it's like, let's make an assumption that we are getting approved. And let's just make sure that if we do get approved, we are ahead of the game. And that's what we started seeing yesterday. That's what changed yesterday. So yesterday we saw the first Bitwise ad that came out. This is the short version. I'll show you the long version in a second. You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. So that's the short version of the ad. Um, that's the Bitwise. That's the Bitwise. And again, why are Bitwise doing this? Because how are they going to compete with Bitcoin? The only way they're going to compete with Bitcoin, with BlackRock, is if they 
create smart advertising. And it actually was quite smart advertising. So I showed you the original ad. This is the this is the longer version of the ad, which I think is actually much better. You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. Cut. What if we get him? You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. All right, so you know what you see what you see what I'm talking about, and he says, "Look for Bitwise, my friends. Look for Bitwise. Why? So it's not about Bitcoin; it's actually advertising Bitwise. Now, pay attention that what they're actually advertising is they're advertising Bitcoin, and Bitwise is the second thing, and that's why the next leg of the bull market becomes so interesting because now all of a sudden you've got all these companies competing, and when they're competing, they are promoting Bitcoin in their competition. So the more they compete with each other the more they promote Bitcoin. The more Bitwise fights with BlackRock, fights with Grayscale, the product is Bitcoin, and they are all advertising Bitcoin. And who is the, 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 the thing is the byproduct, right? So you also have Michael Sonnenschein, because remember, he's now also got to advertise. Now, how does he win the battle? He has to go in there and he has to act like we've been here for the longest. We're the most experienced when it comes to Bitcoin. We were here before Bitwise. We were here before BlackRock. We know what's going to play out with the price. And so he, you're starting to see him on TV a lot. Also, also, he's coming onto our Twitter spaces on Thursday. Because why? He wants to get as much exposure as he possibly can. He wants to be seen everywhere talking about Bitcoin. Saw from, I mean, it was as low as 17,000 last uh, this year. Sure, sure. Well, you know, Joe, I'm not one to make price predictions, but I do think there is a lot of optimism again in the market. I think a lot of investors are adding Bitcoin to their portfolios. And when we look ahead to the hopeful approval for spot Bitcoin ETFs, it really is going to unlock the opportunity to a part of the investment community that for better or worse, but I would say for worse, has unfortunately been locked out of the opportunity to participate in having Bitcoin exposure in their portfolios. So we're really talking about the advised market here in the U.S., which is today about $30 trillion worth of advised wealth um, that we hope the approval of spot Bitcoin ETFs, the uplisting of GBTC, will allow for that opportunity and for those investors to partake in it as well. So you hear what he said. He said there's $30 trillion worth of what they call advised wealth. What does he mean by advised wealth? Wealth that is managed by investment advisors. And there is. There's $30 trillion. I actually, I actually reviewed it. I know there's $10 trillion worth of ETFs in the world. So I went to check it out. There is $30 trillion worth of advised wealth, wealth under investment advisors' um, uh, 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 jurisdiction or ju- management. Now, what happens when the ETF gets approved? Well, You've got this asset, and this asset has been the best performing asset for the last 10 years, for the last five years, in the last year. And now investment managers, investment advisors, don't have any excuse not to put you in it. Before they had an excuse. Listen, we can't get in. We don't know how to store private keys. Blah, 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 blah. Now you can't. Now it's available as an ETF. And so we open up our, our world to this $30 trillion of capital that's actually happening. And now Imagine a, a scenario where not only do we open up our world to the $30 trillion of capital, that's, that's just the beginning of it, but then they start fighting for market share. So it's like, it's the first time in the world that people are fighting for market share to sell you exactly the same asset. And while they're doing it, they're advertising the asset. That is the big, that's the thing that people aren't realizing. So the more, 
the biggest, the best thing that could have happened is that they all applied for the ETF at once and now they're all fighting for each other, fighting for their market share of the ETF. Because who's the winner? The bag holders, us. Who's the loser? The people that are going to be buying our bags. Retail, who, hasn't arrived, who haven't, haven't yet arrived yet. It's probably, it's probably the, the, the payback that we're going to give the investment advisors for the hundreds of years that they've taken money from, from, from people without actually really adding a lot of value. Uh, now we are going to get them back by selling them our bags. That's basically what it is. And you can see that there, are, there is advertising everywhere. You walk around the airport, you've got uh, Grayscale advertising their GBTC, um, their GBTC product. You've got it on, on the internet, you, you know, um, GBTC, Grayscale, Bitcoin Trust, Bitcoin investing starts here. You see how many adverts are about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. That's, all, that's, that, that's what's happening. So look, um, that is the ad. I remember I showed you the ad, this ad over here, which is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic ad. We, we've got to take our hats off. We have a new version of this ad, which you haven't seen yet. This is the ad. You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. So now you've got, now you've got, uh, now you've got, we've got our own version of this ad. Do you want to see our own version of this ad? I think it's the best version of this ad. We went and got another actor. You, you may know this actor. He, he, he may look familiar to you. How many of you know who this actor is? It's Peter Schiff. He hates Bitcoin. Or at least he says he hates Bitcoin, right? So how's this version of the ad? You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. <laughs> look for Bitwise, my friends. I love AI. I fucking love AI. You can do whatever you want with AI. So that's Peter Schiff telling you that, you know, it is you interesting these days. Interesting these he didn't days. say gold. He said Bitcoin. So anyway, that is the, the ETF wars. Remember that when the ETF wars start, um, people will be fighting to get more and more and more money into Bitcoin, fighting to be the first to sell you the Bitcoin product because they don't really make as much money when the ETF trades hands, but rather when they fill up the ETF. That's when they start making a lot of money. Also, a reminder that when gold ETF was approved, it went on an eight-year bull run. But before the gold ETF, governments already owned a massive amount of it and people had been using it for tens of thousands of years. The Bitcoin ETF will be different because governments basically own none. Well, they do own a little bit, but not a lot. And people still don't understand it. People will eventually realize why Bitcoin is a necessity and governments will print money to buy some, making it much more explosive than what we saw with gold. Also keep in mind the Bitcoin inflation is 1.7% and will still drop by half making it much, much, much more scarce than gold. So that's the, that's the bullish case. Remember, today is bullish. Even though I'm trading cautiously, why am I trading cautiously? I told you guys, I'm not happy with the leverage. Um, here we are, we, we are coming down. It's what I said. It's what I said to you guys yesterday. We're not bearish. We're just trading cautiously. We're just trading cautiously. And we're going to continue to trade cautiously until the leverage goes down. You can see the leverage went down a bit, but we are still not convinced. We are still not convinced. Let's just go on to the daily here. Let's see where the, the leverage is on the daily. Still not convinced, friends. Still not convinced. Getting better. Getting better. I won't lie. Getting better. But still not where we want it to be. Don't get caught if, there's a, if there is a leverage flush. That said, maybe the ETF can pull us away. The ETF and the fact that the stock markets are going to run and Joe Biden's going to print a whole lot of money next year. Maybe we can get away from this pre-halving dip. Maybe we can actually pull up without actually having this, this, this dip. So maybe we are actually following this 2020 fractal and now it's up from here. It could happen. We are watching this scenario too. We are watching this scenario too. Remember for me what the invalidation is. And I encourage you guys to have an invalidation point for yourselves. 
for me, we break the 44,000, 44,100, we're in the clear. That means ETF gets approved. That means that we're in the clear. We don't break the 44,000, 44,100. We are not in the clear. We get a flush out to 39,600, maybe even 37,000. We go crazy. We buy like mofos. And then the next part of the bull market happens. That's basically what the thesis is. All right. So that is where we're at. So um, remember that we are also today, just before we carry on with altcoins, the next part of the show is all about altcoins and the new narrative in altcoins, which a lot of you aren't even going to be able to pronounce. Remember, we've got the Bybit boxes. We did give away the Bybit box on, on the other show yesterday on the meme coin show. I'll talk to you about the meme coin show in a second. The boxes are all here. There could be $150,000 in the box. If you have a Bybit account with a crypto banter link, we have your name. We'll draw a, a, a name. We'll draw a box. Tell me which box you guys want me to draw. Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know. And uh, you, someone will win. You, you could win up to $150,000. Also, remember that if you want to learn to trade this holiday, and I think it's a good use of your time, we are having a, fi- a final free sniper school cohort. It is the best trading school in the world. I'll show you what I learned. Is anyone in Solana? I schools. just want to give you guys a, a possible trade if you're looking for one. Okay, so there's the entry, guys. Stop loss is around the 53.50. When we get over here, take a little bit of the profits, around 7%. Reason being I want to take all is because this is not the proper risk to reward in order to take a trade. This is the one that we want, which I do believe if Bitcoin breaks this level, we're going to go to this zone over here. So this is the percentage to your risk to reward. Right now, we look at the, the risk. You're risking around 6%. This is non-leverage trade that I'm giving you right now. And we're looking at our reward of 30 to 40% to the upside. So for me, that, that's the risk reward. So, so you want to learn to trade like a sniper? It's very simple. You go to the link below. Here is the link below. Uh, here, there's a link below. Okay, I need to refresh because Josh has just added for us. That you can sign up today. Is the percentage you risk to reward. Right now, we look at the, the risk. You're risking around 6%. This it's is non absolutely, absolutely free. You click here. You go... Uh, there's a couple of days to get in. It takes you about a week to get approved. So to sign up, don't delay. Do it over the vacation. It's the best trading school in the world. It's really the simplest trading school in the world. Also, before we get into altcoins, and we're about to get into altcoins. Remember, if you want to win a Bitcoin, you've got seven days. Open an exchange account with any crypto banter link. If, you don't ha- if you've already got one, just use the one that you got. Make a Bitcoin prediction here. And if you are the closest on the 1st of the 1st, 2024, you actually win the Bitcoin. All right, now, without further ado, let's get into altcoins because you guys are all altcoin degens. I know you are. And we need to talk about altcoins because the altcoin market, even though Bitcoin had a little bit of a pump and is now coming slightly back down, exactly like I told you it would, um, we are looking here at the green bubbles. And actually, you know, like what's fun to do is to go to the settings here and to go change the currency to Bitcoin. And then you can see how the altcoins are performing against Bitcoin. Now, you see most of the altcoins are red. So let me go back and you can just see the difference. You want to see if you've outpaced Bitcoin, right? So here we go. If you compare it to US dollars, everything's green. But if you compare it to Bitcoin, hmm, maybe it's not that green anymore. But there are certain narratives that are green. What are the narratives? Let's talk about the narratives that are green today. And let's talk about the narratives specifically that are green against Bitcoin. And we do have the normal narrative. So Nier is pumping, Immutable X is pumping, gaming, Injective, which has been pumping for a couple of days, continues to pump. Solana continues to pump. But then we have a new narrative in town. And it's not the BitKit token. The BitKit token is pumping because they have a new launch on their launch pad. 
and you have to stake the BitGet tokens to get that launch, and that's why the BitGet token is actually pumping. Um, by the way, if you want to get a, Bit, a BitGet account, you can get a BitGet account. Um, there is a link below. If you want to get an account at an exchange which doesn't do KYC at all, go to bitflex.com. Now, this is for people who don't want to do KYC, but they want to be uh, um, um, uh, trading on an exchange that does derivatives. You go to Bitflex. There's a whole reward system. This is hint, hint, nudge, nudge for people who don't want to do KYC. I can't say too much more because I want this show to remain on YouTube. Okay. So what is the new narrative that is in town? Can anyone tell me? Tell me. Tell me what it is. Come on. I want you guys to tell me what is the new narrative in town because crypto is about narratives. If you identify the narrative early, what happens? You make wife-changing money. By the way, someone launched a token called wife-changing money. Can someone send me the link to the wife-changing money token? I can't believe someone did that. I'm not affiliated with it. Um, I'm not affiliated with it. I'm not affiliated with it. But someone in the research group, send me a, a link. Send me a link. Send me a link to, to the wife-changing money token. We're going to talk a lot about meme coins today. I don't know if you guys watched, but yesterday I did a show. I did a show yesterday around meme coins. Here it is. Okay, now I don't know if you... It, never in my wildest dreams, in this coin. never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would be doing a show with an avatar, a dog, and a, and a, and a, and a meme coin billionaire. Okay? This was the funniest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Okay, The funniest, funniest thing. But we'll talk about meme coins in a second. We'll talk about, that's not what we're talking about today. I want you guys to tell me what the new narrative is in town because you identify narratives early, you make life-changing money, not the token. Uh, researchers, please drop me a link in the show group. Josh, tell them researchers to drop me a link in the in the in the uh, in the uh, um, in the group. Um, okay, so what is the new narrative that's in town? What is the new narrative that that's shaking markets that that is appearing today? It's not the Solana, Celestia, Injective, Immutable X, Deepen. Surrender is Deepen. Immutable X is gaming. Injective is uh, Cosmos. Uh, Fetch is AI, Solana is Solana, Celestia, Celestia. Uh, what is the new narrative that, that is actually in town? It's not one of these. It's not Injective. It's not Sol. It's not Internet Computer. Injective, we know about Sol. And those narratives continue to do well. Don't worry about, don't worry about um, uh, uh, those narratives. Those narratives are very good, very solid. You've got nothing to worry about. Zero, zero, zero to worry about, right? When it comes to Solana, you've also got nothing to worry about. Why? Even though people are taking money out of coin shares, People are still putting in money into Solana. So even though there was a week of withdrawals, no, no, not Solana. It's not Solana. Solana, people are still putting money into Solana. Number two, Solana had an amazing, amazing, amazing metric today. The metric that it broke was that there are more stable coin transfers than Ethereum and more stable coin transfers than Tron. I don't know if you understand how big that is. It means that people are starting to use Solana to do stable coin transfers. And you can see that for now, for the first time ever, Solana has more stablecoin transfers than Tron and Ethereum, which is huge. Also, there's a new use case for Solana. And I'll tell you what the new use case is. If you're trading meme coins, you haven't been able to scalp trade meme coins because the gas fees have been too high. Because remember, meme coins usually aren't traded on exchanges. They're usually traded directly on chain. It's very hard to scalp trade meme coins when they're on ETH and you're trading through a DEX. And the DEX is charging you these like $40 transaction fees. You can't scalp meme coins. But now on Solana, you can actually scalp meme coins. So that's another narrative which is playing out. So, I mean, Solana just keeps growing and growing and growing. We continue with our thesis. By the way, here's a list of coins if you want to trade Solana. DeFi, Gito, Marinade, Guac, 
gaming. You got all these all these coins. I'm not going to go through Solana narrative today. That's not today's show. Today today's show is different. Um, but Solana narrative is very very good. The other narrative which is very good is injective. I'm not telling you to get into injective. To be honest, I think you've missed the boat. Let's look at the the fully diluted value. If you got into injective when I told you at a dollar forty, congratulations, you've made life changing money. Speaking of life changing money, do I have the the life changing money list? Here we go. Yeah, I do. Here we go. Here's a token called Wife Changing Money. I actually bought $10,000 of this. Why? Because I just thought that I want to own this token because I think I came up with this whole Wife Changing Money uh, narrative. So I don't know who made the token, but I just bought $10,000 just because to be sad that if this thing pumped, I came up with a narrative. I created this narrative of Wife Changing Money and now these people are, are going to profit from it. I'm not affiliated with the token in any way whatsoever. I don't even know who launched it. I have no idea. I just saw it and I thought, this is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I also bought $10,000 of garbage. Why? Because it's garbage. So like it's absolute, absolute garbage. And it's, at least it just tells you what it is. It's garbage. So I bought $10,000 just to see what happens. Um, anyway, so injective, the narrative is also very, very good. The daily active users continues to grow up. The, the volume uh, on the DEXs increases. You can see, look at, look at that increase in DEX volume as people go and trade the meme coins, which is Ninja and, and a whole lot of others. Um, and also another good narrative is that I think the num 59 injective saw one of the highest growth in stake tokens. So those who staked injective a year ago are now enjoying 30x profits and the current reward is around 19%, uh, which is the highest in, in the L1. So this is great, 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 great. So that's another healthy metric. And then someone is shilling a low cap. I'm, I don't know anything about it, but it says, it says Talus is doing 112K injective volume weekly. That is $3.7 million, 3% 3 fee, 111K uh, uh, in fees, uh, 5.7 million fees early. And he says the circulating market cap's only 10. Don't know, haven't checked it out. Just wanted to show you the hype on injective. But today is not about injective. It's also not about Solana because we've spoken about Solana. It's also not about stable coins. I mean, uh, about meme coins. We spoke about meme coins yesterday. Listen, yesterday's meme coin show. First of all, first of all, first of all, this meme coin craze is, it's beyond mental what's actually going on. It's beyond, but it is. It's the closest thing I've seen to a trading floor with everyone's just screaming, trying to buy these, these $250,000 market cap, crazy, crazy, crazy market cap things. Everything that you see is about meme coins. We did a show yesterday about meme coins on Banter Plus. It was the fucking craziest thing that we've ever Honestly, 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 it was the craziest show I've ever done. I've never done a, a show with a dog and, a, and a whatever else that uh, was happening here. Now, the new, the new narrative in meme coins is people's cats. So Hemuel is Vitalik's mom's cat. It's a $12 million market cap, or maybe it's, maybe it's higher now. You got Dog with Hat on Solana, which has got a market cap of $200 million. We have a, a meme coin called Dog with Hat. On a $200 million market cap with 50,000 holders. That, that, when you're looking at meme coins, you want to see the size of the community. So what you're looking at is the number of holders in the market cap. So $50,000. Someone just sent me a meme coin, I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone said, oh, you see, yeah, they're talking about wife changing money. Um, then you've got garbage. Garbage has got 1,590 holders and $6.4 million market cap. You've got um, Hemuel, which is Vitalik's mom's cat. Um, you've got Brian Armstrong's cat, which is called Toshi. Where's Toshi? Yeah, Toshi, Brian Armstrong's cat. 10,000, 10.27 holders and a $63.47 million market cap. By the way, these are all shit. These are all garbage. Like This is all garbage, garbage, garbage. You got Fufu. Fufu's become my meme coin of choice. Why? Because I think Chinese New Year's around the corner. 
And you see, Fufu's done well for our community. Um, we bought it at like, what, one cent or two cents? I, I bought, again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you. I bought tiny, tiny, tiny things just so I can feel, I don't feel FOMO. Then you got Landwolf and Cocking You on, um, by the way, did you guys listen to what George said yesterday on his show? Did you, I mean, Josh, did you listen to that? Okay, I, I mean, did you just hold on a second? I mean, look, look at this. I'm not, I'm not targeting George. I just don't think that he knew what he was saying. So I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna rewind. You tell me if you're hearing what I'm hearing. Okay, are you ready? Tell me if you hear what I'm hearing. Okay. So strap on and get some cock in you. <laughs> was it just me? Was it just me or did he just become the meme? Anyway, this is a, this is not a parental guy. This is this this is a this is a show for all ages. So just as a, just as a thing, I don't have a cat. Actually, I do. I've got a cat called Violet and I got a dog called Gwen. So I don't know if you guys want to make my cat my dog. My my cat is called Violet. My dog is called Gwen. Don't make any coins around them. Anyway, so that is meme coins, but we're not actually talking about meme coins today. We're talking about a new narrative, right? What is the new narrative that is in town? What is the new narrative that is in town? I said to you, the way to identify the narrative, you look at the bubbles. You take the bubbles, you look at the bubbles. What is the new narrative in town? I'm hiding the narrative. We know that it's not helium because that's last, that's already an old narrative. Is helium at 10 bucks already? Not yet. It's not FTT. I'll show you why FTT went up. It's not injective. I'll show you why it's not injective. It's not woo. It's not bitkit. It is say. What is say? Say is where the bees have started to put their money. The bees have now flown from injective and the new rotation. Because remember, everything here in crypto is about the bees and they come and suck the pollen and the profit out of an ecosystem. Then they fly to the next, uh, to the next flower and then they start to suck the pollen out of the next flower, right? That is what the bees do. The bees were at injective. They were at Solana. Some bees remain there, but the bees have now moved today to Say Network. Now, Say was a token that we spoke about a long time ago. Um, we spoke about it because I said to you, it was the fastest blockchain. It was a blockchain that was optimized for trading. Now, the founder of Say is actually ex-Robinhood. He was at Robinhood. He was, you know, you know Robinhood, the evil people. So he was at Robinhood and he wanted to create the, NAS the decentralized NASDAQ and he created Say. I don't want to talk to you about, we will talk about Say, but today's not about Say. I want to talk to you about the narrative that actually is Say because there are many opportunities in this narrative. So, what is, what is the narrative? It is, you've got to repeat after me, okay? If you want to understand the state of crypto right now, on the one side, you have the market researching and investing in EVM parallelism, and the other side, investing in aping in dog coins. So we're not talking about dog coins. We are talking about parallelism. Parallelism. Okay, Josh, just say parallelism. Okay, now all of you, all of you, Matt, Len, Equalizer, Don Leon, just say, just, just repeat after me. Parallelism, parallelism, parallelism. Okay, EVM, parallelism. That is the narrative. The narrative is all about EVM, parallelism. Okay, what does it actually mean? We'll talk to you about it in a sec. But you can see that parallelism is the new narrative that everybody's talking about. Soon, there's going to be a blockchain called Monad, which is going to launch. And that is going to kick off this thing because Monad is a parallel, is an EVM chain that does parallelism. Okay, 
you can see parallelism is surrounding EVM is going to be a huge narrative for the cycle. So that is what the narrative is. So what the hell is parallelism? What is parallelism? Parallelism effectively means that if the two transactions are not related, then you can, you can execute those transactions at the same time in parallel. So you'll understand that Ethereum can't execute transactions that are unrelated in parallel. I'll play you a little video because I think this video explains it really, really, really well. Um, here is a video. It explains it really well. It's about 20 seconds. Don't worry. It's very quick. Traditional. Okay, wait, let's try that again. Blockchains like Ethereum process transactions one at a time to avoid conflicts. Solana runs transactions in parallel, making thousands of modifications to the network state simultaneously. This is like upgrading from a one-lane road to a superhighway, and it's enabled by Solana's parallel smart contract runtime called C-Level. On Ethereum, every smart contract is assigned its own storage. When some contract transfers $1 from Alice to Bob, Alice and Bob's balances are stored inside that contract. Because of this, if Ethereum tried to process many transactions in parallel, it would run into problems like two contracts spending Alice's balance at once or another contract reading Alice's balance while it's being modified. In contrast, Solana's account model separates out data, like Dylan's balance, transactions instructions are stateless, and they specify exactly which data they will read and modify beforehand. This way, programs that don't touch the same data can run simultaneously. So Solana can process Alice sends $1 to Bob at the same time as Dylan sends $3 to Raj. So that's you parallelism. It means that you can execute two transactions at the same time in, in parallel and parallel. And please, if, you, if someone wants to create a meme coin, create a parallelism in you. That's, the, that's a new meme coin. So the new narrative now is parallelism. It is well, specifically EVM parallelism because parallelism Inc. already lives on Solana and has lived on Solana for a long time. But now the new narrative is parallelism on, on an EVM chain. Now what Say did, Say did a network upgrade. And when they did the network upgrade, they became the first parallelized EVM blockchain. So now they've got an EVM blockchain which allows for parallel, parallelism, okay? And so now you've got a very, very, very fast parallel blockchain um, in which, which allows people to, to do these parallel transactions. Now it comes at a trade-off. It's not as decentralized as an Ethereum, but it does allow EVM transactions to be very, 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 very fast. It does allow uh, these things to be very, very, very fast. So what are the tokens that are coming out in parallelism? Say is one of them. Monad is another one. Monad is a very, very, very interesting token. Keep your eyes on Monad because that is the big thing about Monad is, is it's parallel EVM. Um, and you can see Say starting to explode. It does inscriptions. One bit of alpha on Say. If Say me mania happens, it will happen in Astroport because Astroport is the biggest DEX on Injective. So remember, I keep telling you to maybe look at buying Astroport. I really think that you should continue to buy Astroport. Uh, and I've said it to you guys a million times. But they're not the only blockchain. There's another blockchain. You see the, the, the narrative today is uh, Neon. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Neon allows for EVM parallelism on Solana, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just make sure before I, before I tell you fibs. I don't, want to, I don't want to tell anybody fibs. Let's have a look here. Neon. I think it's this one over here. It's up 53%. I believe that this is, yeah, Neon EVM. I think Neon EVM allows for, for EVM uh, transactions. Yeah. Okay, so it's the most scalable and cost-efficient EVM with direct access to Solana liquidity. So that's Neon. So 
you see that there is, an, and what I'm trying to show you is again, I want you guys to be kings of narratives and the king, kings and queens of narratives. And I want you to learn about a new narrative called EVM parallelism. It allows for EVM chains to e execute transactions in parallel, thereby making them cheaper and faster. And I think that right now, what you've seen, I don't, I, I think, look, let's look at say versus injective. So you look at, at say versus injective, you've got injective trading at a fully diluted market cap of 3.9 billion. And then you got, and that's after a long run. And then you got say, and say is also trading at a fully diluted of 3.5 billion. So I don't think you should be buying say. I think that if you buy say now, I think it's, it's a little bit expensive. I don't know if I'd be buying say, but look for the narrative. When Monad launches, look at the valuation of Monad. If you can get your hands on some Monad, that would be amazing. In fact, maybe I'll speak to them and maybe we can get you some, some Monad for Christmas. Maybe that's what we'll do. That's potentially what we'll do. But look out for the narrative. Because remember in crypto, the narratives are, are what makes the millionaires and, and the billionaires and the wife-changing money. By the way, where, where is the chart of wife-changing money? Where is the chart of wife-changing money? I think we must all buy a little bit. And full disclosure, I do own wife-changing money. Um, not, not because I've made wife-changing money, just because I bought the token. I bought, as I said, I bought $10,000 of this token today. I think we should all buy just some, just so we can have, so we can say, if anybody says, they say, I, I, I got life-changing money in crypto. I got life, I got wife-changing money, wife-changing money in crypto. Um, so anyway, that's a narrative I want you guys to become familiar with. The, the narrative is parallelism. Now, I know, you, I know your, your friends are around you, but just try and say it. Just, just try and say it. Parallelism. 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 Okay. So, uh, it, I mean, just say it, just say it to, to your friends as well. Um, another narrative which I think is going to be hot next year is betting GameFi Rollbit. I've told you before, I am starting to nibble a position on BetSwap. Full disclosure, I'm buying it on the market. Just like you're buying it on the market, I'm buying BetSwap. There's a reason why I'm buying BetSwap. The, the reason why I am buying BetSwap is they are getting more into crypto, number one. Number two, the fully diluted market cap is only $30 million. They are burning 15% of their profits on chain, which is higher than Rollbit that they're burning on chain. And it's got a tiny, tiny market cap. So that, that is one that I'm, I'm buying. It's very illiquid. So be very, very, very careful if you buy it. Don't push the price up because none of us have bought yet. So do not push the price up. Um, another narrative which might be big next year is privacy. If you do care about privacy, you should go look at one of our sponsors. Um, it's called DOP. Let me just quickly, let me get in here. DOP is Data Ownership Protocol. It is a privacy type protocol which allows you to send money across blockchains without the money being seen on the blockchain explorer. That's how private the transactions are. But it's not, um, it's not complete privacy because you can decide to show what you want to show, which is absolutely amazing. Um, listen, that is it for today's show. Hold on, is that it or is there more alpha? Could there possibly be more alpha than there is a, than there is here? Could there possibly? Oh, remember, 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 please, before you go, please, before, before you go. We are looking for a crypto portfolio manager. So if you want to manage a big crypto portfolio, and I'm talking to you about serious applicants only, you're going to be managing a $100 million portfolio. We are looking for people to manage a $100 million crypto portfolio. You'll be meeting all the VCs in the space. You'll be analyzing tokens. You will be deciding on asset allocation. If you do, just scan this barcode over here and apply for the job. You will have to put together a crypto portfolio to actually get into the role if you want to be considered. Go and check it out. It is one of the most incredible things. The job is if, if you can either go to Bondex and apply on Bondex, which is like a decentralized LinkedIn, which is where we place all our jobs, 
or you can apply for it by just scanning the barcode. People, this is our second last show officially for the year. Say again? Christmas oh, Christmas boxes. Okay, so Christmas boxes. Josh, which box did the people choose? Box number one is the one that they chose. Who's going to be the winner today? The winner is going to be this account over here. It is account number 58802241. What, what box did they choose? Box number one. Okay. So you didn't choose box number three. Inside box number three, let's make, let, let's make me bigger. Inside box number three was 100 bucks. You didn't get 100 bucks. Inside box number two, which you didn't get, was 1,000 bucks. You don't get 1,000 bucks. Inside box number one, which is the box that you actually get, was unbelievable 500 bucks. So uh, account number 58802241 on Bybit. You got 500 bucks to spend for Christmas. Tomorrow we'll do three draws because, because we go on vacation. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, sending you much love, my friends. Trade well.